Hello and welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radha Nelia, and today we're talking about embodying your higher self, how to connect with your higher self, and how to listen to your intuition and follow your joy and enthusiasm in order to embody your higher self. And today we have a very special guest. I'm so excited to bring on Susan Hassan who is a quantum sphere healer, an emotional counselor, author, activist, and a jurist doctor. Welcome, Susan. Hi, it's thank so you so wonderful much for having to have me. you here. I'm excited. And um, I wanted to know about your website. Maybe you could share a little bit about that. Yeah, so I run the website, cosmicarchers.com. And it's really serves as a portal for just self-healing work. So I have all my articles that have been published around the internet, self-healing articles, like how to ground yourself, how to do inner child work, also how to work through physical and emotional pain. I also have a store up on the website where I sell different healing sprays that you could use around your space and on your body that are charged at 528 hertz. And then I provide the link to my healing website, which is quantumsphere.com where people can book one-on-one healing Wonderful. sessions with me. And let's talk about um, your work. Like, How did you get into becoming a healer? Because you have a background, you know, um, in it's being a lawyer, right? Yeah. So um, I, it's funny because it, it really, the way I like to think of it is higher self pretty <laughs> much said time's up. It's time to fulfill <laughs> your destiny. Um, you will not be in the legal field. So I had some physical uh, pain and issues that I went to a shaman for. Her name is Carla Fox, and she is the founder of Quantum Sphere Healing. And so I worked with her um, to, to work on some physical pain that I had. And then what that led to was her inviting me to her workshop to learn Quantum Sphere Healing. And so as soon as I did my first workshop with her, as soon as I met my higher self, Everything clicked. It opened up my own healing abilities mm-hmm. and gifts. And then I did an advanced workshop with her as well. And so basically, I've been practicing this for the past four years. Um, my body went into physical pain when I was doing something that I wasn't mm-hmm. in alignment with. And so the healing directly correlated with me changing my, my field of work and really doing something that was empowering me rather than draining me. Wow, I love that. And I'm I'm hearing yeah. that so much lately, how people are, they're feeling pain when they're not doing, when they're doing something that they're not in alignment with, right? Yeah, like, exactly. And that's the same for me too. Like I know I'm not in alignment with something if I'm having chronic pain, you know, around it or, yeah, you know, you can tell that with people too. <laughs> You know, like, uh, this isn't an alignment. I'm feeling a lot of chronic pain in my body. And it's interesting. I think as as very empathic people, um, it's sort of like our red flag, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, Our body is communicating to us Mm -hmm. 24-7. Our emotions are communicating to us. So um, it really becomes an art form of how to listen to your body and, and take the action that you need 
to, to get back in alignment because it, it's powerful when we are in alignment with our <laughs> true selves. That's, that's really where the magic I so, happens. I so believe that. And I think that's where we're going. And yeah. I think that's what we're, I think that's a collective lesson that we're learning is like, we've been mm-hmm. sort of taught to not feel and just to do. It's like, it doesn't matter how you feel. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And we've been ignoring our spiritual side, our mental, emotional, physical, spiritual self. And the cost is, you can see it's an epidemic in the United States of America where everyone is in pain and suffering and sick, you know, and I think it has a lot of a correlation to people not honoring their, their true path or true purpose, you know, or, or higher self, as you said, you know, definitely. And you don't really receive that external validation when you switch life paths so suddenly and, and start to go on the spiritual path. That's something that you, you learn to get Mm -hmm. from yourself from within and we're shifting into a paradigm of being versus doing. So your body is just trying to get you there so faster. So true. I love that. And, you know, um, yeah. I love yeah. quantum spirit healing. I've had a few sessions, and I just think it's incredible. And, you know, we've done some past life work because I'm yeah. really um, yes. an advocate of past life healing. Um, I found that it was very important on my healing journey and later with my clients on their healing journey uh, for everyone because, you know, they say – the past doesn't matter. Keep looking to the future. Well, your future has a correlation to your past. You cannot sometimes move forward until you deal with a past. And I don't think people, or I didn't even understand before how my past lives were affecting me in such a crucial way where my throat chakra was completely closed. I was shut down. I was, I was not able to step into my path and purpose. And um, you know, so I, I went on this journey to do, to find out like what is going on. And it was a long journey. And we did a session, um, in a past life where, do you remember that past life where I was, where it was like goddess temples? Can you touch on that one? Yes. Feel free to share. Sure. So it was a past life where you were experiencing persecution of the divine feminine, a huge pattern that's come up with So many of my clients, both male and female, because we have been everything. And this is the lifetime that we are healing that. So I believe this temple was was being invaded Mm -hmm. and you and uh, I guess your fellow sisters were were fleeing and uh, fighting for your lives. It seemed to be everyone for themselves. And that sort of heavy trauma, traumatic death and process really fuses into the cells and that that cellular memory has to be cleared Mm -hmm. i think a lot of the themes were betrayal Mm -hmm. was one of them we get so many emotional Mm -hmm. themes and patterns just from a single past life in this life we're looking at betrayal Mm -hmm. fear um it not being safe to be Mm -hmm. the divine huge huge pattern so that's the thing about the past is like when you do this kind of work you're not just looking back and lingering in there. You're getting information yeah. to learn more about mm-hmm. your present, how to integrate it, and how to embody it. That's what we do. We yeah, it's work. so important. And, and I think, you know, we both understand that we're nonlinear. It's like we're always working on past, present, future, yeah. and parallel lifetimes. And um, the coolest thing in the world, and one thing I that has really opened up my consciousness and ability to 
love myself even more is connecting to my higher self because oh my gosh you've taken me and I've it's just so beautiful like higher self is is just epic you know and I mean it's it's like wow I'm I'm actually feeling like I'm just a droplet I'm just a little tiny representation of her you know and that perspective Mm -hmm. is so healing because then it's like there's not as much pressure (laughs) You know, so like, yeah, one expression. I want to be everywhere all the time doing everything, but I do have other selves doing other things, you know? Absolutely. And your higher self is so higher self, as Mm -hmm. as you and I both know, is the version of ourselves who's planned this Mm -hmm. incarnation, who's Mm -hmm. guiding us. Um, The way I was taught is that this is the version of ourselves that resides in the fifth dimension. And so Uh, sort of like old paradigm thinking when you die you go to 5d you go to life review you're with higher self you're learning about your lessons well with ascension 5d the earth is ascending to 5d so we're doing all of this work now we're doing the life review now and we're learning to embody higher self now because higher self is so huge (laughs) multi-dimensional and so um why i love the quantum so much is we are outside of time we can drop in and out get what we need to get from higher self to embody this, mm-hmm. this highest version. And so um, part of what I wanted to bring in today was to tell people to, to not be intimidated about working mm-hmm. with higher self. This isn't some sort of concept that's so far away from you. Mm-hmm. This is you. And it, your higher self is communicating to you through your intuition, through your feeling center, um, through synchronicities, right? Through times, I always see one, two, three mm-hmm. on the clock. And that's, that's how I know, okay, that's higher self through 11, 11, uh, whatever it is, um, higher self is always here. And so all you need to do is call on mm-hmm. higher self, call on her, call on him, mm-hmm. however you want to call it. There's, uh, obviously no gender with, with the higher self, but, um, you, I, I always do, I say, I just come to me, my beloved, when, mm-hmm. when I'm starting a session to bring in the higher self, because I work with yours and the clients, um, my, my own, excuse mm-hmm. me, and the clients, but before bedtime, call on your higher self when you're in a situation, in a meditation, I really want to encourage people to make this initial connection. Because mm-hmm. it's amazing. So amazing. And, um, you know, it's interesting, um, the concept of like, walk, walk in, you know, um, Mm-hmm. because I had, I, I feel like I'm a totally different person than I was even five years ago and totally different person than I was 10 years ago. You know, it's like, I keep feeling like I, I become a new person. It's like, I keep, there's like a death and rebirth cycle that I keep seeing in myself where I keep mm-hmm. dying. Part of me is dying, but then part of me is emer- a new part of me is emerging. And um, the higher self is interesting because I felt I've, I've, I've kind of watched and seen how like, as this other part of me dies, higher self is coming in more. And um, I just thought about that in correlation with like walk-ins because that term is really popular. And, um, and, and so I had, I muscle tested before, like, do I have a walk? <laughs> you know, am I walking? Cause sometimes I don't feel like I'm that person. I don't even know who she is. Um, and it was like, yeah, but I'm like, but and then I was like, is it my higher self that is walking in? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Yes. Okay. For sure. So it's embodiment. Mm-hmm. You're just embodying exactly. more of higher self. And so, um, high, you know, higher self is the unstoried self. And so this life, death, rebirth, 
process that's going on, you're just moving closer to oneness. That's what we're all doing here, right? With Ascension. And so that's why um, I, I, I love talking about this because this is what we're doing. We're embodying, mm-hmm. you know, we, we feel, and when we do that, you know, we, we feel less of a charge. We're not stuck to the story and the characters in our lives who've, who've heard us, right. Or who've really inspired deeper healing. We're, we're just here to be the highest version of ourselves. And we get to do that in form. How cool is that? It's, it's an incredible gift. Yeah. I really, I'm enjoying this. Um, I'm enjoying this. Like I would call it like second phase, you know, phase yeah. two. Um, I, it, was, it was really rocky, you know, it was really rocky before. And then um, the more that, you know, they call it, we call it the ascension process or that we embody our higher selves. And then there's been a ton of purging. And I think people that are listening can relate to that, that like, even though you're doing this work on a consistent basis, like you're going to have ebbs and flows. It's not going to just all of a sudden, like I'm now magically floating like Kuan Yin. (laughs) (laughs) Your body is your ascension portal. And we are, we are detoxing it like heavy. So, you know, you know, you know, Susan, that like after a healing session, it's not, sometimes we feel great. And sometimes we feel like absolute shit because we're detoxing. And it's important that people know that, you know, healing is such a crucial part of this process because we're clearing it out, but also understanding that like, Hey, um, you're going to have ebbs and flows. Sometimes you feel like there's a part of you, like I said, that's dying. And sometimes you feel like there's a new part being born or you feel in between, or you can be like sick or have many symptoms, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, after such a powerful healing session, sometimes people feel high as a kite, right? But when Mm -hmm. they don't, that is, that's actually, I think the highest level of healing because you're going into stillness, right? Mm -hmm. And people confuse that with anxiety. Um, What you're really in is the integration period. And we're gotta, we gotta get used to that stillness. (laughs) That's what we're bringing in here that's what we're anchoring. And so some people are like, well, then um, maybe this healing didn't work. Right. Why do I not feel bad? Well, why do I not feel good? Um, well, cause you're actually feeling mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what's going on. And you're, so, you know, after what, what a good healer does is show people how to heal themselves. And so that's mm-hmm. what you learn, you know, the, the bad thing quote, negative or bad things aren't just taken and floating away. Right. You mm-hmm. got to sit in the, and what your body feels afterwards. And, and that's, oh, that's the true power of that integrating that stillness, um, <laughs> grounding and being comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we, we've been sort of taught in our culture to escape pain, um, to do yeah. anything, to cover it, anything, <laughs> addictions, anything and distractions. And here's, here's the thing. The pain's going to chase you. You're never going to get away with it. And um, I found that just sitting with it, even though it's excruciating at times and it has been excruciating and I'm like, well, I don't want this. I don't want this right now, you know? And, um, and I'm like, okay, you know, my, I think my father told me before, like, just sit with it, like go deep inside of it. And, and my mom told me that too. And, um, and so I, I never really want to do that, but when I do, I breathe through it and it's like, then there's this huge, transformation and integration it's like just breathe through the process you don't have to achieve anything you don't have to do anything after you know if so if the stuff is coming up after a session or if something's coming up in general like ground with it 
Um, yeah. You know, just be, be with it and, and honor it because it's telling you something. And even if you don't understand, like on a conscious level, we're, our, un- our unconscious is always processing for us too. And we're deeply healing on so many more levels. I think that we could even understand right now um, making room for higher self and so all of this work is important and pain is also part of it. But then, but then on the other side, you get this feeling of deep relief and release and surrender. And it's just so yeah. beautiful to just accept surrender. It's very hard. Sometimes we want to always be in control. I know. And we've been taught to be in control, but you know, that's how you get things done. But you know, that's also why people are, are fatigued and they have, they're burned out and they're tired and they're not feeling good because we also need to learn to surrender just as much as we push, you know? Oh, amen. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's that surrender that is really so sacred. And when you do that, you are telling the universe you trust it. You are telling yourself that you trust it. Mm-hmm. You're letting mm-hmm. the universe have the room to work its magic. Mm-hmm. That's and it's so important to give it that space and that trust. Mm-hmm. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Trust the process, and you know, um, mm-hmm. and then it's really good to have other friends that you know that are going through it and <laughs> talk to you. You want to make sure you have your spiritual friends and um, your healers and all the great people that are really standing for this, and you know. Um, the people I consider that are really choosing to anchor because it's a, it's a choice, you know, it's always a choice. No one has to do anything. We can stay in the lane we're in, or we can move to another lane. Um, it's really healing is a choice and choosing to step into our light, choosing to stand, um, as an, as an anchor of light, because we are creating new grids, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've all made, this choice to do this kind of work or anything that we do on the Mm -hmm. highest level, higher self has made that choice, right? So when, you know, you see people around you say not doing something that you think you want Mm -hmm. them to do, right? It's like, uh uh-uh, go into judgment release. Yes. They've got higher selves too. Um, Some of us are here just for ascension, Mm -hmm. to be the anchors of light, you know, to hold down, hold it down for the light. We need numbers. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. And you know, if you're not doing that, say through a healing modality, you're doing that through kindness, mm-hmm. right? You're doing that through opening your heart, yep. through being compassionate, non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. Those are the other ways that we anchor light. And yeah. um, I, I think that sometimes we need a reminder, even in the spiritual community, um, things like just basic kindness mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, basic can, non-judgment. Go. Yeah, non-judgment. You know, there's this, I think one thing I kind of think about a lot is the sort of divide where I'm awake, I'm lit, mm-hmm. other person isn't. We got to get away from that. We yeah. got to get into to more love, more love for, for everybody. That's what all the great masters and sages mm-hmm. have taught us. And we can't forget that. So true. It's so true. And everyone here is here for a different purpose. Like every mm-hmm. single person, every, if you're listening to this, you have a purpose and yes, and everyone has a different purpose and I can't, I just I can't emphasize that enough because even working at 7-Eleven and you're a cashier, you know what? You are shedding, you're, you're like connecting with people every single day. Like we're all connecting in different ways 
in different, like you said, you know, so no matter what you're doing in life, there's value, there's value in every single thing you're doing. And so never compare yourself to someone else. Never, never, never. Like it's a divine orchestra. We have to all play different instruments or do different things. And some of us all play, you know, one thing and the other, you know, so it's not about comparison. It's forget that everyone is divine. Everyone is here for a purpose. And I think that's what divinity is, is starting to see people with more of that love or that light. And it's not always easy. You know what? Yeah. I mean, who says it's easy, but it's a practice. It's just a practice. So we're working on it every single day and we forget and we get back on, you know, we remind each other. Yeah. Conversations are so important. They are. And, and you know what? We're all just God incognito. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. God just wants to experience working at Seven Eleven. Yes. It's that's, that's how you got, that's how we see things through oneness. And, yep. um, and, and even going to higher compassion, the dark, some people sign up to be the dark, right? Yes. So that yes. we could be the light. Um, contrast, right? A lot of us came here for that contrast because we're source, right? So what's the opposite of that? Um, you know, quote darkness I, I it's mm-hmm. funny because I can say that now with with just no charge because mm-hmm. you just understand how these two light and dark are necessary yeah. and work yeah. together and so when you hold that perspective wow does that diffuse things right oh. does that diffuse charges that brings in so much understanding yeah it really does and here's the bottom line we've all played the different roles <laughs> it's just yeah this is like <laughs> real a, talk a big play we've sort of uh, put on different costumes acted different ways we're not None of us are just saints and none of us are just sinners. We both played, we played both so we could have an understanding of how it feels. And sometimes soul contracts are simply to Mm. know how it feels, regardless of what anyone else thinks there, you know, people have the contracts. Like I need to know how it feels to do this to someone. Maybe they did it to me in a past life and I have to know how it feels to be on the other side so that, in a, in a weird way so that I can release judgment about it right it's so yeah. bizarre but... yeah <laughs> we we want the the soul wants experience mm-hmm. that's why we're here even when we're going through quote a shitty experience like we want that we yep. crave we this crave on the highest it. level it's so true <laughs> and and I have to say that because I know my soul is is was hungry for that and I've and going through my past lives, I've seen myself in like being a tyrant and being, you know, being more of an angelic, you know, I have seen myself in every position, things I did not like and things I was like, oh, cool, you know, and I think and things I thought were very funny. And when I started, that's why I really like the past life stuff, because I think when you start to see different past lives, you can release the judgment, like you know, because we've all, we are already divine, like our higher self is divine, but we're expressing ourselves in many different ways. And I, for me personally, I wanted to, I wanted to have these expressions and this, this incarnation, I really wanted that I was a wild child and I moved out when I was 15. And I, you know, went on the, I just sort of winged it and figured stuff out and and tried many 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 different ways of being almost like because I wanted to step into different vortexes and realities and there's nothing wrong with that and I think 
so many times we have judgments about ourselves, like, oh, I did this and oh, I did that, or you did this and you did that. And the bottom line is your soul or my soul, it wanted that experience. You know what I mean? It was, I'm a a soul collecting experiences. You're a soul collecting these things that are going to help your higher self have a greater understanding of itself. And so it is true. We really, you know, judgment is such a big thing. And, um, and it's really easy to judge ourselves, especially, I think, you know, like, oh, I'm not a good person because this happened or, um, and sometimes I think how, how it looks is that we're actually judging ourselves, and then it sort of plays out by us projecting onto other people. So it's just coming back to awareness because, you know, no Mm -hmm. one's perfect. And I think that that's such an illusion. I mean, we are divine and perfect, but also in this incarnation, we're here to quote unquote, make mistakes and um, have good and bad experiences in order to have contrast. Absolutely. And it's funny too, with, with freedom, like when we're young and we do reckless stuff, that is also divine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the divine learning. And you know, we also, I, I know with myself, I've had so many past lives where I wasn't even free to make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like I was trafficked, right? Yeah. Or I was held as a prisoner. Yes. So the soul does gets, gets to experience anything that it didn't get to experience in that mm-hmm. life in other lives as well. That's why it's so important to just see the divine in, in everything, yeah. you know? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm, I remember a past life regression um, we did where like I was um, I was what well, this isn't is not funny at all but I was yeah. a I was a child slave and and actually that mm-hmm. affected me very deeply I always wondered like why do I feel so I feel so protective of children and you know and like their safety I'm so it almost really that that sort of like gets me you know um, it, I can feel it so deeply in my heart like don't hurt children like please protect them. Yeah. And I, I just, it, it, it affects me in a deeper way than I'm like, well, why would I feel this strong about this? You know? And then going back, it's because I had been a child that had been trafficked, you know, and had died yeah. in, um, as a, as a sex slave, you know, and yeah. that trauma is so deep. And, and then, um, you know, the person who was, um, the trafficker, ended up on the other side where um and we went into that past life and then I also went it mm-hmm. came up again in my Akashic records before and so I've seen it a few times and um I was like in Europe and I think gosh I don't even know what the dates were it's when we were wearing these big poofy dresses and you know we were yeah. like oh that <laughs> was um, yes. it was a very wealthy woman who had a slave and that man was my slave and I would like humiliate Mm. him at parties and stuff like that yeah and like it was um and then in this lifetime I met the person and um and it was just a power struggle and I had to and I actually had to forgive them I I said like hey you know I I just want to let you know like I forgive you and I hope you can forgive me and I don't even think they know what I was talking about And, um, and then I said, you know, I think this chapter is complete because 
because it's done, you know, um, I'm, I'm at a place where I really can forgive you because I've been so angry. I mean, ever since I met them, I've been angry at them. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, mean, so like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to forgive you. I need to forgive you if, if not for you, for my own self. And the irony of it, seeing it come to full circle is such a beautiful thing. And I mean, yes, it's bittersweet, but yet there's so much healing in that and the acceptance of like, okay, you know what, I, I don't have to be traumatized over there anymore because I forgave. And yeah. even the things that were deeply in my subconscious um, that were wounded, and every time I would see something about child trafficking, I, I would get triggered like so badly. It's, it's like I'm still caring, but it's not like, ah, you know, it's not like that frantic feeling. It's like, wow, we, yeah. we have to do something about this and I'm going to, to participate. But it's not like I'm out of control. You know what I mean? And I absolutely so that's so important to come to to full circle with our karma. Mm-hmm. And just that that realization of of oneness, that that compassion you had. Because not everyone can has has it figured out and actually meets the person, mm -hmm. right, or, or knows all that information. But for you to reach that that and and, and release that judgment and, and see it worked out on the highest level, that's what sets us mm -hmm. free. Um, mm -hmm. That's how. And you know, events in our life are allowing us to really. We don't really have to do much. Karma is mm -hmm. clearing itself. We don't mm -hmm. have the older notions of karma. Just things are closing out as we move closer to ascension um, and what we feel in our bodies, um, the things that we bring our attention to in healing, that's what does it. That's what accelerates us. So the importance of these past lives, they're showing you the emotions that you need to look at in order to, Hey, get into that vibration of compassion. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, um, yeah. and that's how we do it. And, and it's really beautiful. And, you know, with, I just want one comment on the past life. Um, with the trafficking, you went through that. You garner the the empathy that has you do something about it in this lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. So some people might be num numbed out to it, mm -hmm. but not you because you had that trigger, right? That mm -hmm. past life. And so um, that's how we're able to be activists in this lifetime yeah. to speak for the the women and, and men who whose voices get taken away through things like that. Yeah. Um, and to bless, right? Oh. To be, may all beings be free to say that out loud and, and anchor it. Yes. Um, may all beings be we, freed. May all beings be free. So beautiful. Wow. 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 <laughs> and, um, gosh, that's so, that's just so beautiful. It brought so much joy into my heart when you just said that. And that's why yeah. I think you and I are so enthusiastic about this because <laughs> we want that. We want freedom the freedom we want for ourselves is a freedom we want for everyone, the sovereignty, you know, it, I mean, that's what we want. That's why we do this work. And, and I think that um, we, that's why we love sharing it because we know what's yeah. possible. It's all possible on the other side going through this. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is, a joy to be able to talk about this, mm -hmm. to be able to do the work that I do and to be free to do the work that mm -hmm. I do. Because as we know in history, uh, women healers didn't have it so easy, <laughs> no, right? No, I can <laughs> We know that. So um, to be the embodiment. Yes. And I know for myself, freedom was 
has been a huge theme of my life since childhood. Yes. Um, I could never understand why I wasn't allowed to do things. Yes. Uh, that innocence of freedom in childhood, something then we work out in teens yeah. and then through through the different career changes I've had to now and to allowing people to discover their own freedom. I think that's that's so beautiful. And you do that for so many people with your work, with Goddess Code Academy, with this podcast. So oh, thank you, sister. Thank you so much. I just I love mm -hmm. connecting with you. Um, yeah. You're such an incredible healer. I'll put the link up for your websites below. So people, if you want to reach thank out, you. connect, you've got to talk to Susan. And um, I, I want to talk to you for like another two hours, but we're going to get off this podcast and <laughs> yes. um, we'll circle back. We'll do this again. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, I think you had some tips you wanted to share though, before we got off, right? Right. Yeah. So thank you again for having me. It's truly my favorite thing to, to talk about this kind of work. And I did want to leave with some few tips for embodying your higher self um, to really round up the theme here. So earlier I mentioned making that initial, initial connection, right? Feeling for higher self, calling out for higher self, really set that intention and breath, mm -hmm. right? So important. Breathe into that attention. Now, the, the other things are things that we actually want to do, mm -hmm. right? Following your enthusiasm. That's how you embody more of your true mm -hmm. self, following your dreams, mm -hmm. listening to that intuition and when you feel in your body something isn't right or something's right, really um, just affirming that mm -hmm. trust. And, and the next thing is really doing things that excite you in your life. Seek that out. We, we forget to do that. We just, we just kind of, I, I want to say fall asleep in that we, we can fall asleep on our, just our destiny mm -hmm. sometimes when we get too caught up in what's around mm -hmm. us in, in the physical world in time and responsibilities and whatever you do in your life, make sure you have time for something that excites you that when you're doing that, that's you embodying your higher self and it, and it benefits all. It really liberates everybody when you're happy and when you're reaching that happiness by just taking care of yourself. That's all you got to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. You are so welcome. Um, have a beautiful day. So much love. You too. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Until next Thank time. You.